You're listening to the Habs Banter Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by All Habs. It features your co-hosts Corey Desormo and Mark Lescoutre. Forgive me for my wrongs, I have just begun. Ain't no mercy, ain't no mercy. What's up, guys? We are Habs Banter episode... Six, I think. Ep- season two, episode six. Wow. Find yeah. us on allhabs.net. Yeah. Find us on YouTube, Habs Banter. And you can also find the audio of these on iTunes. So check it out. Check it out. What's up, Scoots? Um, I wouldn't say everything's coming up Millhouse for me today. Why? Let me, let me re- first of all, on day-to-day... Slice my finger, <laughs> cutting the bagel on before I came over here. Um, carb load. Uh, well, yeah, I got a carb load for the podcast. Like, I'm not an idiot. Like, that's day one stuff. Um, so that sucked. Then I get here. I'm like, oh, great. Get here a bit early, hang out with Ella. You know, Uncle Scoots likes to see Ella. And I got here, and I'm like, hey, Ella, how's it going? And she was so scared of me for some reason, and it had me so shook, like, Normally like, she's super like she's normally super excited to see like people in general. Yeah, she's but she's, like she's especially like yeah, I'm her favorite uncle, I think. Right. Um, I shots think... fired at Tim and Jesse. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty shook, and she I mean, like, came around. A I don't want to put end. like I don't want to put fuel on the fire. Okay, but like she was in a really good mood. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel any better, that's for sure. She was, like, having a great time. She warmed up to you, though. Yeah, she did. She, she, she warmed up to you. They had fun. They had fun going around. Everything in this house makes noise oh now. Oh, my God. Literally. It's, I find myself walking around, like, I'll be walking around the office and stuff, and I'll be like, A, B, C, D, E, and I'll just be, like, killing half the tracks that come out of these toys. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good song, though. That's a... Who sings that one? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's on iTunes also. Yeah. So, we have some breaking news right off the top. Breaking news for the That Habs. we're going to hit you guys with. Yeah. Um, The Habs made a trade. So, the Habs traded Jonathan, uh, who cares, and a 2017 sixth round pick in return from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nikita Nesterov. When did that break? That's breaking. Nikita That's Nesterov. Hot off, wow. off the presses. Wow, wow, wow. wow. So oh he played God. So he played his first game yesterday? Yep. Played with Markov. Thoughts? Um, he was he looked alright. I didn't I, I didn't notice him a lot, but that's I don't mind that. He, I saw some nice some nice strong passes out of the D zone. Right. Um, wait, I thought he, he started the rush well. Yeah. I didn't really notice anything too crazy in the defensive zone. Like, no, I, I didn't see any like big major red flags. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed a couple, like, I noticed a couple like positional things in the defensive zone where like Markov was like visibly like trying to direct him, like was literally using sign language. I was probably and, like, trying to find a good gift. Yeah, you were. Oh my god, you were gift mania. Yeah. Anyway, um, there were a couple things I noticed, but other than that, I mean, like that's expected when you play your first. But like, I don't expect much out of him. Yeah, I mean, he's the third pairing. uh, I think going down the stretch. Yeah, exactly. We gave up a goon and a six rounder for a guy who's I think an upgrade on our third pairing, and he could potentially help our power play. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's, and he's only twenty three. He's he's an RFA at the end of this year. Maybe we keep him because that's like that's a thing we've seen from uh, Bergman quite a bit over the over the years. Pick up a guy either at the deadline or partway through the season who's got a contract. Have a look at him. Yeah. And like Flynn, Mitchell, Petrie, all guys that we've picked up with ex- uh, expiring contracts that we've kept that are you know for, to now, varying levels like now part big of parts of the team. Of the yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I think it's a it's a win win. Like worst case scenario is he doesn't really fit in and, uh, and we'll he's on. gone. Not That's gonna... cool. Life goes on. I, agree. I don't think Racine or what's his name is going to be I playing agree. too big a role in the NHL anytime. So Redmond was 
put on waivers. Yes. Cleared. Yes. Today they also sent Danny Carr down. Yeah, we'll and, get to Danny Carr later again. And they put, <laughs> and they put Barbario yes. on waivers as well. So we'll see if he clears. You think he's going to clear? I think he clears. Um, everyone, I I feel like a part of me wants to say he doesn't clear, but everyone kind of overvalues their yeah, I think guys like I don't see like I don't I don't know of a team that is looking that badly for a player like Barbario. I think he's not to say he's not good, but he doesn't really move the needle for a lot of teams. I don't yeah, think. yeah. I just feel like if yeah, I don't I don't I think he clears. Yeah, it's great to have that uh, organizational depth too. Like if we're for sure. if we have to pull up guys from the minors and those guys are Redmond and. Uh, Barbario, like I'd rather do that than have to scrape scrape up uh, Hanley or you know uh, Johnson back from the minors. Like they're not bad, but you know they don't have the same. But they're not good. They're not good either. <laughs> Let's just say that they're yeah. not great, and they just don't have the same NHL experience, the same the same comfort level in the NHL. So I think it's just it, like our def, our organizational depth on the blue line right now. Going into the latter part of the season is something that the Habs can feel pretty good about. Agree. So, a little segue. Okay. On our way down to the A. Yep. To the Rock. Uh, the Laval Rockets. Yep. Um, unveiled their the jerseys beauties. for next year. And they are lit. Yes. Like, they are sick. I like... So, I like how they're kind of... They're like the Habs' basic color scheme. But they have their own flair to it. They're simple. They just look sick. That's They're all there is to it. Pure class. Yes. They got the nice They're big clean. R. Got the nice I feel like R. I'm wearing Laval Rocket. I think yeah, you actually right yeah, you are. Didn't even plan that. Cool. How long have you had that sweater? Like it's like I've known you for how long now? I've had like it. ten years. You know years? how long I've had it? I haven't had it for that long, but like I've had it since this is a little side story. Uh, Tim, avid podcast listener and best friend. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just a he's not just a podcast listener. He's legit. Like we were yeah. both in his wedding. Yeah. He was in your wedding. Yeah, and he has a great dog. So my dog sat his dog, and as a token of appreciation, after I told Tim a million times, "Don't give me anything for dog sitting your dog because it's just fun." Um, he's like, "Hey." Look at that sweater in Sport Check right now, or whatever. We're at Sport Check, and he's like, "I'm buying you that because it looks sick." And you dog sat Roscoe. I was like, "Okay, Tim." Turns out it's like one of my favorite like zip up sweaters. So thanks, Tim, for making me look really cool. There you go. And shout out to Roscoe, my dog, and, my Doge. And shout out to Tim for predicting the future and getting yes Mark a Laval Rocket sweater. Yes, my, Matt Aprish. Yeah, Matt Aprish. Okay. Anywho, I digress. So, do we want to go through our... Can we just talk for a moment about the huge trades also, breaking news? I'm just going to go through these trades because I think they have... They're going to impact the league for years to come, okay. I think, if I'm being honest. I feel like I know where this is going. So, there was three major deals today in the NHL. First off, the Edmonton Oilers picked up... Uh, Henrik Samuelson. He doesn't know his first name. <laughs> oh <my laughs> they picked up a Samuelson, uh, one of them, from uh, Arizona for Mitchell Moros, who I'm pretty sure isn't a real person. Um, the Sens acquired an AHL forward, Mark Hagel, so, for okay. future considerations. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yes. Go I ahead. saw the photo, the photo that you have on your phone. This Mark one? Hagel. This one? And I was like, oh, he actually played in the NHL. Like, those nope. jerseys look... Yep. I know, but it says Iowa. Iowa if you Wild. look closely, it says yep. Iowa on the crest. Yep. Those look darn close. And then, the Arizona Coyotes, they're, they're busy this year. They traded Justin Peters in a four-player trade. Oh, this is great. Too. This is crazy. This is great. Pay this attention is, to the first Pay names. attention. So, the Stars picked up Justin Peters, Justin Hash, yeah. Hache, the J's, double J, double J, um, for Brendan Ranford, yep. 
I'm just going to go ahead and just hot takes only. That's Bill Ranford's son. Sure. <laughs> and, oh, it's B&B. Brendan Truk. They literally... Oh, Justin like, and Justin for Brandon, Brandon and Brandon. Brandon. Cool trade, guys. Yeah, Super cool. innovative. That's how you know this trade had nothing to do with hockey. Yeah. Like, it had nothing to do with hockey. Yeah. It was literally just like, hey, we got a couple yeah. Justins. He, uh, I know you guys are looking for some. Yeah, we got... Yeah, like, we're just looking for more Brendans over here. We don't... We have a low amount of Brendans, so if you could... Uh, we could make something happen. Yeah. Here's two Justins. Happen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay, moving on. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Are we talking about uh, recapping our preseason predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. All right, so for all of you who obviously watched the first episode of the season, an episode which brought some electric podcast material. Not only did we talk halves, but we ate egg rolls for a good three quarters of the show on camera. And so I know gross. that's... That is basically what people want to see. I'm sorry. I'd just like to formally apologize for us not having any egg rolls to eat right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so Corey and I went over some preseason predictions. A lot of over-unders uh, on like goals, whatever. So we're just going to recap some of those right now and talk just about Just to see where we're at. See, how, see where we're at. What, here's the first question. It wasn't an over-under. Uh... First, first player to Michelle Terrien's doghouse. You said Bolia. Okay. Which, yeah, in my, a, I think my rationale, I think what mm -hmm. my rationale was, he's going to start with Webs. Yeah. He's going to make a couple mistakes. Yeah. And then he's going to get pushed down line. Yeah. I, and I wouldn't say he's been in the doghouse this year. No. But he's certainly, he's not playing with Weber. But he's, I don't statistically, think, he's putting up a pretty solid year. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's... Uh, I wouldn't say he's in, he was in the doghouse. And I went with Radulov. Well, I started to say Radulov, and I was watching the tape. I was checking the tapes last night. Okay. Because I wanted to, like, re like I wanted to go back to this. I was checking the tapes. I started to say Radulov, and Corey got so mad because I don't know if it's, like, clear when we podcast, but Corey kind of likes Radulov. Like, he's kind of a fan. So Corey got super shook and cut me off, and then I kind of said like, like "Why?" Because I was mad at you. Yeah, you were a little. Mad. <laughs> I wouldn't let you pick him. Yeah, and then I was just like, "Okay, whatever. I'll just go with Lekkinen because he's young, and also like Lekkinen hasn't been in the doghouse, so we were just over on that one." Okay, so who is in the doghouse? Because when I when you told me we were going to recap these, I was trying to think of yeah. who actually went in the doghouse. I know, and I'm thinking like, I think the. Go ahead. No, you say it. Um, maybe we have the same person. I don't think we do. I'm thinking. Okay, we like, well, can we should we just like okay 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 one, yeah two, okay, three, okay, okay, okay 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 okay. Are we doing last names? Yeah. yeah okay. One, one two, two three. Pacioretty. Wow. Okay. Pacioretty. Earlier, not now. Okay. Because everyone like not like doghouse might be a strong word, but like he was put bumped down to the third line. Yeah, but so was Bullio. That would make me a winner. Huh? Nah, nah, that doesn't count. It's different. Um, the only reason I say ghetto is because he's literally been in and out of the lineup, yeah. and like it's been effective. Now he's out of the house, one might say. Well, he's scratched for Thursday night. It looks like because the lines came out tonight, he was the other, he was the extra forward. Breaking news. But um, I think what Terry is doing is the right thing. I actually agree with him. Scratching yeah. Andrew Ghetto, he's he is playing the best hockey he's played all year. Mm -hmm. But. It's kind of like they, what they did with Bollier. Like, he'd play, like, a couple of unreal games, and they'd sit him again so he wouldn't get comfortable. Mm -hmm. It was more just, like, a way of, like, pushing him to, like, that next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? To bring some consistency. And I don't, I don't think he's necessarily at the stage of his career yet where uh, he can just, like, he doesn't... He's not... He, he's, not earned, he's not... Yeah, exactly. Um, he's not owed anything yet. He's not owed anything yet. Not owed anything yep. yet. Just try to spit it okay. out. I don't want to spin us off too much. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, here's a couple interesting ones. Okay. I'm going to start out with like probably our biggest blunder. So, is this we on the goals? Because We're on goals. before we go into the goals, okay. I just before want to be. I calculated what their goal total would be if they played all 82 games. So, what their pace would be, like yeah. regardless of. Injury. I think that's I think that's probably the best way to do it. Okay, because that's how we made the predictions. Yeah, we were like assuming, we were assuming it was like, like they're going to play all 82 games. Okay, let's go. Like you wouldn't assume a guy's going to hit 40 goals and play 60 games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, right. cool. 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 Okay. Cool. Daniel Carr. 
We both said over 15 goals. <laughs> and he has, like, what does he have, three? Okay, he has two goals. Two goals. He's on pace for, like, five over the course of... He's on pace... Okay, so he's played 31 games. He has yeah. two goals, which makes him on pace. He's on pace for five. And given that he just got sent down, we'll go ahead and call that one a... We'll take the L on that one. Yeah, we'll take a loss. Um, Ghetto, we had him at 15 under. Both of us under. We both went under? Yeah. Okay. That's good. He has two goals in 20 games. So he's at eight. And two, both of those are, like, lately. Right? I mean... Not in the last couple weeks, but in the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, Andrew Shaw, you had over. I had under. This one is close. This one is close. So Shazia has seven Genos. Okay. In 37 games played because of the injury. Okay, injuries. so that averages them out to... 15 and a half. Okay. It'll probably depend on how many so more times So if we're rounding suspended. up, it's 15.5. If we're rounding that up, it's 16, so I win. Well, you'll win if he actually, like... I'm just saying... He hasn't won yet. Yeah, you're right. And he won't play and, and, okay. So it's based on 82 games, right? But because of all the suspensions, but yes... I agree. He's playing with, uh, well, yeah, that made no sense because we're going to, at the I, end I know, of the year, I'm going to do it over 82 games know, anyway. He's also, Shaw is playing with Chucky Thursday. Interesting. Chucky and Davey. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, sorry. <laughs> our last, our, our worst one wasn't Carr. Our worst one was definitely Placanic. Because oh. I said, okay, I probably said like, 25. We didn't say numbers, but when I said uh, I said Placanic <laughs> 15 goals over or under, you were like, yeah, obviously. And I was like, yeah, easily. <laughs> like, we were so sure. Like, we were we were not sure on a lot of these. We were so sure that Placanic was going to score. Sure, sure. Whatever. We were man. so sure. We were so sure. We were so sure. That's the East Coast in me. Um, okay, so he has seven grapes. It feels like he has one games played. It feels like he has like way less. With eighty-two that. games, that would put him at eleven point three goals. Sweet. E. So e. I don't no, think that's no, gonna no. happen. Certainly not uh, easily, anyways. Radulov, okay. we both said over, obviously, because on fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got twelve, and he's on okay, pace for yeah. twenty. We, and then, so, we followed that up with his ceiling and floor. Okay. Um, Corey went, his ceiling was 30 and 15 was his floor, and I had 35 for his ceiling and 15 was his floor. So, that's where we got a little overzealous. But, yeah, you know. What did I put his floor at? 15. We both yeah. had 15. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, like 30? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's pretty reasonable. 35 is maybe a little. I was like, that's a like, ceiling. Watching him play, though, now, game to game, yeah. it's like. We hadn't I seen him play see, that much. I can see him being a point per game player, but like only putting up twenty goals. Like oh, yeah. he's way more of a playmaker than he is a finisher. And I thought he was more of like I mean, he has all the finish in the world. Yeah. He has he's just like he's he's more of a pass first guy. Like even even um Monday night against Buffalo, I was like ha- there were like two or three times where he was like wide open in the slot with yeah. the puck and he passed it off yeah. instead of shooting. He's definitely more of a like we're Preseason, we didn't really like. We were both high on the on the pick, especially you. And we we knew we were pretty sure we were getting someone good, but we didn't really know how much of a complete player we were getting. Yeah, Which exactly. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? So yeah, that's, so that's yeah. all good news. I'm happy to be wrong on that. He's just piling up. He had three assists last night against uh, Buffalo, so that was awesome. Pretty sick. He's got a pretty slick slick backhand. Here. Stupid. Um, it's stupid. Patrick already said it's like he's got. Two full games. Yeah. Uh, 15 power play goals. Weber, over for Corey. And I was a big, I can't say this word on the pod, but I was a big wuss. And I was like, oh, I don't want to pick over or under 15 on the on the nose. So what did you do? I said 15. I didn't say you that. said 15 on the nose? I guess that's more of a, that's like more like specific. So that's kind of cool. I mean, that's just stupidity, really. If you think about it... I know, yeah. It makes it about, almost impossible for me to get it right. Listen. Listen. Yeah, I know. Gambling is about percentages. All right? It's like Michelle Tierney says... But, like, the payout on this one, right? It's about percentages. I mean, the, 
Pale would be nice. But, like, that's like putting all your You're, blackjack money. Yeah. That's like, no, that's like putting all your roulette money on green. Yeah, but Is what you just did. That's what you just did. Sometimes that pays out. Okay, anyway, he's on pace for, he's got 10. He's got 12 goals on the year, 10 on the power play. And that puts him on pace for 16. But if maybe he has one bad game and he gets 15 on the nose, boom, oh, thank Jesus. We'll see. Uh, uh, so we made a Subban, obviously. 15 <laughs> power play goals. We both said over. Also, don't forget I said he hosts the Country Music Awards, so keep an eye out for that. He's on, he has three power play goals. Of course, puts him on pace for seven. Of course, we were off on that. Uh, I still think he's going to host the Country Music Awards. Uh, Chucky, we both said under, which seems weird. Under 15? Yeah. He's on pace for 10.9 Okay. over in 82 games because he's got four in 30 games played. So then our last thing, we said total goals, Pacioretty. I said 35 was like whatever. Um, Corey didn't actually answer because the egg rolls arrived and we kind of ate those for a while and then started talking about something else. So that's our predictions. I mean, 35 is, I mean, he's, he's on pace for, he's on pace for 38. Wow. Like he is tearing it up right now. And I feel like such an idiot. Like if we were to go back and look at like maybe two or three episodes ago where I was like, look, like maybe Pacioretty is just like. Not as complete as we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You And he stupid. is just tearing it yeah. up with, like, watching him and Radulov play is, like, so exciting to me. Like, I don't know. I've completely changed my tune, obviously. But, like, think of okay. <laughs> think of Chucky, yeah. Radulov, and Pacioretty. So you have an elite playmaker. Yep. In Radulov, like a guy who can like handle the puck, carry it. His vision's absurd. You got Chucky, who's pretty well rounded offensively. It's mm-hmm. like he can dish. He's like improved the quickness of his shot. He can dangle. No, he can. And dangle. then you've got Captain Patches, who buries. Yeah. He just scores everything. goals. He buries everything. Yeah. And like to me, I'm looking around the NHL, and I'm like where's like name me like tell me that's not a top five yeah well first line tell me that's not a top i won't tell you that because it is a top five first line i think it is patcheretti's also at this point tied for third in goal scoring in the nhl which is nuts with the start he had which is crazy with the start he had like think if he was scoring the way he was like he'd be over 40 yeah by the end of the year if he if he keeps up his pace, like, over the course of the season, he's on pace for 38. But if he keeps up his pace from, like, the last, say, 20 games, yeah, then he's going to he's gonna hammer through 40. Man, I hope he does. If he hits 40, I oh, hope man. he does, man. He deserves it. Like, yeah. for all the goal scoring he's done, and, like, it's like, remember the year he was, like, approaching 40 and he got hurt in yeah, the season yeah. or something? He's finished he with, like, 39 or something. I think so. And it was just such a man. Come on. Hitting like just one before a milestone like that is such a buzz. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. So, um, oh yeah. I'd like to officially, officially, um, we got some good news for some Habs fans. Welcome back, Gary Price. So it seems that his constipation has subsided. Yep. He's confirmed a good father. So I'm at the All-Star game carrying the living Man, that like, was the cutest thing ever. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, he just, like, he went out there, he taught Liv the lessons she learned, she needed to learn, which is, like, nobody's perfect. And then he was like, you know, when the All-Star weekend comes, he's like, I'm going to start turning things around. Yep. Last four games, save percentage of 940. I like it. Great dad. Great dad. Great goalie. Great pooper. Great pooper. Just like a, the right amount of poops now. Perfect goal. That's just how I'm going to sum that up and welcome him back. That's I, I Honestly, I can't think of a, a more respectful, perfect way to welcome him back. Yeah, so welcome back, Kerry. Welcome back, Kerry. Um, so, Engels wrote a couple articles. Good segue. Uh, or do we want to talk about the All-Star game? Let's, let's, just, let's dabble on the All-Star game. Oh, yeah, let's talk about how I won that bet. 
mm. on. Mm. I'm really glad you brought mm -hmm. that up. Actually. So listen, let me defend myself. I mean, there's nothing to defend. I, I love. I was pretty keen on taking. Um, I'm blanking on who did you take? I took the Met, the Metro. You were gonna pretend like you wanted I was to take them. Kind of keen on the Metro. Obviously, you like you look first, at like you even picked. I first. know. So you look at Sid. You look at Crosby. Uh, you look at Sid. You look at Ovechkin. <laughs> you look at Alex. You look at like, Ovechkin. And you're like, oh my god! Like a like that line is just gonna be like, like how do you how do you stop them? I also didn't say but it. Then, I also didn't say it when I picked my team, but I predicted that. Malkin wouldn't be able to play, and that they'd replace him with Atkinson, who put in a great performance that game. So I'm just throwing that out there. So predicted that, and I didn't tell him. So, so like, that wouldn't work out. Anyway, I have a real hot take okay. after I explain this. So don't let Atkinson fall out of your mind. Okay. So anyway, I ended up taking the central because I looked at the I looked at the up front, and I saw the Chicago players. Like Taves, Kane, I'm like there's some chemistry there. They got Keith there, like Subban, obviously Ryan Suter. I was worried about. It was the tendies I was kind of nervous about, but I was like, this team is gonna score a ton of goals. Mm -hmm. They scored three. They scored three in twenty goals. minutes of. They were awful. Three hockey. They were like, awful. I was I was tweeting a lot about how Subban was playing terribly that game, just more. Like not being too serious, obviously. No one got fired up by my tweets, so I was a little rattled by that, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, but he he looked pretty rough out there. You know, that his goal was unreal, though. Yeah, I thought he like I mean nobody was nobody trying. looked good. Nobody was trying. Yeah, it was yeah. so annoying to watch. Yeah. I actually only watched part of the first game, and I was like, I have to turn this off. You missed Don Cherry. Don Cherry had some hot takes. Let me tell you. On, I saw that. How, no, I actually saw bad. that. Don Cherry's takes on how bad the All Star game were hilarious they were nuts like man. he he was just going crazy basically i just love how he's basically trashing the product that his like employers which i gotta give him credit at least he's like speaking his mind yeah. but he's like basically like sportsnet doesn't want the all-star game to suck because they no. want people to watch it yeah and he's just like this is terrible no he started with this is why i don't go to yeah. all-star games yeah yeah that was his that first was, time I, that's when i was like all right i'm gonna I'm gonna keep this turned on. Yeah, I'm gonna listen yeah, to this. Yeah, which is he also which is partly why they keep him on TV. Yes, but he also so we started talking about how, like the the juniors prospects game with like Team Orr and Team Cherry is such a better game because the the kids try the kids out there they're good boys they try real hard and he's like that's a real all star game I'm not going this year because it's in Quebec because I don't really go to Quebec. But uh, so that was a nice hot yeah, take. that was wild. That was too. a hot take. Um, but anyways, I digress. So, as you were saying, can I have my hot take now? Yes, you can have your hot take. So about how you could have taken the team that I picked, but that's okay. This isn't what the hot takes about. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. I owe you egg rolls. Yes, you do. I'm pretty excited about it. Did you see that GP now has chicken egg rolls? I did see that. Maybe we'll try making. Maybe we'll try making. Okay. My hot take on the All-Star game in general. Okay. Why is it that all of the players that you think shouldn't be there, yeah, Bo Horvat, Cam Atkinson, yeah. Wayne Simmons, play unbelievable? Are you asking me or are you about to tell me? Why? Well, like, I, I think, like, I think, I think, I think it's not... because they're like questionably shouldn't be there. But they look like diehards. Yeah, I think in comparison to everybody harder. else. Yeah, they could try a little harder. Bo Horvat, can we talk about Bo Horvat? Horvat's cool for a second, where he just like lobbed it over the shoulder of. He's dirty, man. He's like sick. I, he's shout dirty. So yeah, like shout out Dev because he sends me. Do you know they call him Hot Dog Horvat? Because oh, that kid, because that kid who was like, oh, he had a sign. Dev shows me all this stuff. Yes. Maybe we'll have him on the I show send him all the, do a deep dive. Yeah, I send him all the Radulov stuff. He sends me yeah, all the Horvat like, stuff. And there was this kid who showed up with a sign. It was like, uh, Horvat, if you score, my dad's going to buy me a wiener dog and we're going to name him Hot Dog. Nice. Or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. If I got this wrong, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay, 
But he always sends me Horvat's goals, yeah. and every single one of his goals are nasty. Yeah, like they're yeah. all he's filthy, man. They're all sick. Yeah. And in our group chat, Tim was like, "Oh, Bull Horvat, what's Bull Horvat doing there?" And I was just giving all the hot takes that Dev gives me yeah, yeah. over the group chat, and he made me look smart. Oh, nice job. Thanks, Deb. Also, like, I'm not going to say... So, people always like to say, like, oh, player A doesn't belong to be, belong there. Shouldn't be there. Whatever. Player B shouldn't be there. Player C should be there. But, like, there's kind of, like, politics involved, right? Like, every team has to have a, a representative, and players get hurt. Like, whatever. Ken Atkinson was there because he was filling in for an injured you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And so obviously, he went there and showed that he, like, he's been lighting it up for Columbus. Like, it's not what guys have done for the last 10 years. It's what guys no. have done this year, too. Yeah, right? exactly. So people people like to... Yeah, exactly. We talk anyway, about that a lot this year, how people like to stick with their same narratives that they've had forever. Well, All-Star game the whole the All-Star game was... The third game was pretty good. Like, the final was I okay. watched the final. Yeah, it was okay. Um, highlight was... Was Gretzky successfully challenging a goal? It ended up being called back because it was offside by like the slightest of margins. No way. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah that's so that was good. Um, Engels wrote a couple articles. Yeah, good uh, over that period. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <man. laughs> like, oh my god, you come up with a schedule. <laughs> anyway, take a sip of your water. This guy's Kermit the Frog. Anyway, Ingles wrote a couple arties. Um <laughs> Yeah, go on. Ingles. And he Ingles. wrote one of them was about Radulov after the Buffalo game. Okay. And he was talking about This is our usual Radulov segment. Yeah, this is our usual Radulov's the GOAT. Um so he's talking about how he had a great game and basically Patrick's hat trick doesn't happen if not for Radulov. And the way he played. And that the team moves with Radulov. I saw a tweet today. It was something like... Um, like... it was Anyway, it was like... Something... No, it was something about like... All of Radulov's point totals. And it was like Habs points. It was like... Or games that Radulov has a point in. And then it was like... Habs have like... X amount of points. It was like... 85% of the, their like... Winning totals. And then it was like... When Radulov scores, like, or doesn't score, or whatever. Anyway. Seems like way more than 140 characters. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I am, like, struggling right now. Oh, anyway, man. so what he was saying was, after the game, regardless of having such a sick game, yeah. he looked visibly frustrated. So we went over and he asked him, and he was like, oh, like, you seem, like, you seem frustrated. Like, what's the deal? He was like, I'm mad because we had a two-on-one early in the game when it was one nothing, And I tried to sauce a backhand over to Pacioretty on a two-on-one, and I sauced it over his stick. And he was, like, visibly mad after getting, I think he had two or three assists. Yeah. Well, he had two assists, but one of the, he should have had three, but it was technicality because it, it tipped somebody, it tipped off somebody. Um, and he created all the chances, and he was just ticked at himself. And basically, the sum of the article was, like, that's the kind of player you want to have around, where it's, like, and he expects, he said... The second part of his quote was like, I expect to make, I ex- was brought in to make those plays and I expect for myself to make those plays. I just want to say that if I sauced backhand in beer league <laughs> and it went, it had too much sauce, yeah, I'd be so stoked. Me too. I'd be like, sweet, I'm going to do that again hopefully. I'm going to screw up that pass again with too much sauce again hopefully. Yep. Like that's just awesome. Yep, me too. And I just love that, like obviously it just shows like his character and are they going to sign like, him? Man, I'm starting. It's getting more expensive by the game. I <laughs> know. Like we're adding like 250k to his paycheck every game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's got to happen. He, there was also a piece about how much he loves Montreal. Like he said something about how um, even when you're tired, you come to the rink, and even when you're tired, and you like you step on the ice in Montreal, and you hear the fans. And he's like, sick. it just gets, yeah, that's the sick. Yeah, yeah. That's, sick. that's, man, there's so much of that article that ruled. Yeah. I did a really bad job of summing it up. <laughs> but, Radulov's the GOAT, and I love him. 
And if he wants to stay in Montreal, my point is like maybe it's like not eight mil and it's like six and a half. Yeah, I mean that'd be sweet. Like, what do you think he signs for? I think it's probably he shoots for like what five years, which would take him to thirty-five. Yeah, he probably shoots for that. I think that he makes gets. Sense. Yeah, I think he gets three. Man, if like, we I think have started three. Yeah, so he, I think he gets four. Okay, so he's making four. it up as I like What number? I think he gets four at seven. Oh, it's not cheap. But we're doing it like we could have had him at like three or four for like. I'm just so then what's Chucky's number? If he's seven, what's Chucky's number? And when's Chucky due this year? I think so. No, yeah, I think he's due this year because he signed not this past summer, but the summer before he signed the bridge. Yeah, I'm stressed out. Yeah, so, like, what's, if his number's seven, Chucky's gotta be seven. Yeah. And for, like, eight years. Well, you'd hope. Kind of. I'd hope. I mean, I think, okay, so all that aside, Radulov, I'm, I'm gonna go. about how much money they have to pay. I'm gonna go three years, okay, six and a half. I mean, that's. That'd Hopefully, be sick. that'd be unreal. Like, if Mark Bergman can pull that off, like... I just, like, I'm gonna... I'm not gonna say he's gonna leave money on the table, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. if he wants to win, if he wants to come to the NHL and win, that's Bergevin's, like, negotiating tactic. Well, yeah. He's like, listen, you love Montreal. You're now, like, a... Like, you are... You've proven to me that you're a solid foundational piece of this team. So we are willing to commit... Yeah. To like three or four years, but keep in mind, if you want to win in Montreal for we three gotta or be four able years, to put players around you. needs a contract this yeah. year. Price and Patrick Reddy need contracts next year. Price after two years? I think it's a couple more years. So yeah. Patches is after next year. Mm. Pretty sure. So, and he's at what, four and a half right now? He isn't after next year. Scoots drops an F bomb. But no, yeah, I so I mean. I'm under your breath. So like, there's so there's a lot of money coming, and I just think like that's partly yeah. why Bergevin's not like here's seven and stick around for five years. I think after Stamkos signed for less than what people are at least speculating what he could have made on the open market too, and like Stamkos is a pretty like high end, yeah, superstar obviously. Yeah, I think GMs are gonna kind of try to play that card as much as much as they possibly can. Yeah, that's fair. And that's a good. That's the card you want to play. Yeah, at that's least fair. Leave with that. That's fair. See what happens. So I don't know. That's where I kind of put the number, but I don't know if they're going to do it before. Can we? Do you have any further on that? No. Can I just remember the segment that we were going to do, and I'm totally unprepared for it. Cool. We're going to do it anyways. So this is called our favorite Russians. Or our favorite, no, this is called our favorite, I just kind of ruined it a little bit, but this is called our favorite players. So I'm going to name Corey's top three favorite players in the NHL. I I haven't thought about this yet. Okay, I'm going to name yours first. Okay. And there's going to be a theme, which I kind of already, I kind of already. This is favorite players of all time? Just favorite players in the NHL. Could be of all time, whatever. So like your top three favorite players are Alex Kovalev. Yeah. Um, Radulov, yeah, and obviously Sergey Berezin, Pavel Bure, Pavel Bure, yeah, Pavel Bure. no, I know, yeah, Bure, but yeah, Bure. those are my three. But like a close fourth is yep. Sergey Berezin. Yep, done. those are all Russian and skilled players. Done. Pretty much summed up my life. Yeah. Um, I have one. We were kind of talking. I know what it's going to be. We were kind of talking about this segment the other day, and then we just stopped. Talking you know about who it. it's going to be? I know who you're going to pick. Say it. Are we gonna say it? Like what team is he on? Are we, we should, okay, we should say it. Okay, okay, okay. We're do first. We're doing full name. Yeah. One, two, three. Shane Doan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Yes, I knew it. Yes, uh, man. I, I just like he is just like the classic Scoots. Like he does it all. He's like a leader. Yeah, I always like, love Shane Doan. Yeah, like come on. He's not good anymore, but come on. Did you like Chris Pronger in his day? 
Uh, like, he was good, but you a Chris he wasn't, I wasn't like a Chris, Chris Pronger guy. I don't know. I feel like Shane Doan is just like, I like as soon as you said we're going to do that segment, I'm like Shane Doan. Yeah. It's, it's the only one you need. Like, yeah, who else is there for you? Paul Korea. Which okay, is like, yeah, that's sick. I mean, that's and the sick. thing is, like, Paul Korea and Shane Doan, it's like two peas in the pot. Like, they're the same hockey player. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay. Who else? Uh, cool. Cool. All right, so you have two very, very different, very cool very hockey choices. players, man. I feel like Steve Yeiserman. Probably yeah, I, like like Steve. Steve. I love Stevie YB. He's not Russian. Um, so the other are we done in the segment? Yeah, we're very so done the in the other, segment. That, in my on Saturday, that segment made a lot more sense. So the other Angles article that I was yes. reading um, spoke of Kirk Muller yep. and his creativity and how the Habs pulled a flying V a couple weeks ago. That was so sick, which was really cool. I didn't notice really that at fun. first, but like a lot of Not people. Not that I. It was like after all the tweets were coming. It. So here is like the fun part of the article. Yeah. So Engels, uh, so like he, he goes into like Engels goes in the dressing room for post game or whatever, and he goes over to Patcheretti and he's asking Patches about the flying V, or like Patches says something like, "Oh, we tried it's because we tried something different. We tried like a new yeah, whatever," a new and he's kind of smirking, and then lacking it. All people. This is the best part. This is the best part because it's lacking it. Yells from the other side of the room. He goes, Flying V. And that's how I that's how I picture it going down. He goes, Flying V. And then everyone turned around. He goes, Kirky drew it up. <laughs> Man. Yeah. That is awesome. That was the best part. Yeah, that's sick. I don't yeah. think there's and much like analysis to be had no. here, just other than it was sick. And the other, and, it works. and so they interviewed a couple other players about it. So Bill Yu was saying how, like, yeah, like we're really stressing about how it's like important to do things differently on the power play, like, and keep teams guessing because defensemen are so good right now, like playing gaps and stuff like that. And then they asked Terry about that, and Terry was saying how, like, Kirk has been super good at keeping things creative. And what we want to do is, and this I thought of you, is he said, I want to get the team used to like trying new things that we can reuse for when teams get too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like too comfortable playing yeah. against us. Yeah. And I thought of you and your comment about the playoffs and how Terry is not like a playoff coach. And like, cause sometimes over a seven game series, people just get used to his tactics. Yeah. So no, it'd be interesting good. to see come, you know, come playoff time. Yeah. Whether, uh, whether we see him Man. mix it up a little more. So Tarion's just growing up right before our eyes. Like this guy has a few. We didn't though. talk about him in the All Star game. I'm so mad about that because I'm just thinking now of like how much fun he was to yeah, watch on like yeah. social media in the uh, in the All Star stuff. Yeah. Like he was just a hoot, man. Like, man. I tweeted I tweeted about this last night after the game because uh, some of the reporters were talking about how uh, I know oh, you know what it was. Brian Wild was talking about how he kind of asked this uh, like a non question question to uh to Tarion and so someone someone gifted it luckily Tarion takes the mic he laughs takes the mic and turns it towards Brian Watt Brian Wild because it's just like stupid question I don't want to answer that. What <laughs> and it was, was it? I don't know what the question was like I don't think it was answered because it wasn't a question That's hilarious. but it was super funny and like everyone was talking about how like he's laughing around I was like you know what like it was so easy to forget last year how Tarion actually does have like a pretty like he can be a pretty funny guy yeah like last year obviously he was grumpy as hell because well, yeah. he wouldn't be I, yeah. I was grumpy as hell yeah. last year yeah all season yeah. long pretty much yeah but like he's shown like his his personality like obviously like nothing cures things like that like like success right but like he's shown his personality a bit more again this year and it's it's nice to see. That's yeah, fun. And yeah. like when you're a leader or you're a coach, it's like yeah. you're relaxed. It's like it feeds off of it. Totally, totally. Anyway, the most interesting part of the article, despite all that stuff, was that the Habs power play ranks third. Okay. They're 29th in shots in the power play. So, Ingles, being the reporter he is, asked about that. And Pacioretty was talking about how uh, Kirk Muller and Terrier have been stressing that it's not about putting shots on, like just firing everything. Mm -hmm. 
which is like you always hear fans like shoot, oh just my shoot, God. shoot, every shoot, time I'm at a shoot. game, it's just so nothing dries. Anyway, like, oh, he talks specifically about how when you do that, if pucks ring wide, you're just giving yeah. the other team an opportunity. Yeah. So what they're concentrating on is taking a right shot. Yeah. Hard to hate that. Um, you want to start wrapping things up? We got one more topic to talk about. Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? People that yell shoot at Yeah. Yeah. It is annoying. Uh, it's like that and the guys that slam on the glass are the yeah. two, my two buggers. So, so. Anyways, that's so all weird. I always complain about that stuff. Yeah. One, I definitely yell shoot when I'm at a game. Oh, don't. Uh, two. But do you yell shoot when like there's traffic in front of the net? And no, 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 no. Like, but if he's like, like. Like last night, I yelled it at the TV when Radulov circled into the slot mm-hmm. and then was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pass." Yeah, I'm like shoot like shooting position. Yeah. Okay, sorry, boy. Well, no, sorry, you weren't specific. A Mark. lot of people, like most, like the shoot, the shoot crowd is like people like cross the blue line. Like guy crosses the blue line to set up a power play, and people are like shoot. Right. Right. Okay. That's the like. Okay. Cool. You know. Anyways, yes. I digress. All right. So, um, where were we? Friedman. Right. Uh, I was talking about Martin Hansel. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the price was for Montreal because he said that the talks have now stalled. And the asking price was McCarron. Yeah. A first round pick yeah. and a conditional pick. Yeah. I can see why the talks have stalled. Which is what Friedman said too. And I had a really hot take before we came on and now I'm forgetting it. But I think they keep the price there. Until Duchesne moves. Yeah, that could be the, the first domino. To... It's just like, if if Duchesne doesn't move, to like I think the best case scenario for the Coyotes mm-hmm. is you hold on until Duchesne moves. Like, you hold on until around like noon, one o'clock on deadline yeah. day, and then you start pulling the trigger on deals. Because someone who's like in on Duchesne and misses out on him is going to be like panicked. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be panicked, yeah. and they're going to make a move like that. And like, I'm not saying Montreal will, because they uh, will not do that. Yeah. But... Um, there's been some talk about how teams are going to be a bit more willing to give up first rounders this year because it's not as deep of a right. as deep of a draft or as high end of a draft. But you still like that's I'm steep. fine doing McCarron. So like the other thing we're talking about is Duchesne. Yeah. So Dreger has now said that like Bergevin's in on it and they yeah. want him. Yeah, he certainly he's Back. at least making phone calls and he's and it seems like they want him. Yeah. Um, which is great to me. Like he's got term and he's just. On a good, like, a solid contract. So, like, I personally am okay with McCarron, a first, and plus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) McCarron, a first, and it's got to be, like, they probably go after Sergachev, which is, like, three first-round picks, basically. That would probably be, the price would be in that range, maybe. And that's going to be, Sergachev is going to be where it stalls. It could start with that and then maybe go to... Beaulieu's time on ice has been increasing yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Are you uh, staying woke It on could that? be... Yeah, I am, I am woke show? on that because it's like, to me, that's what they're doing. Like, okay. they've never done that with Beaulieu. Yeah. They've never relied on him for, I mean, not much. I don't... Th- like, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah no, I was... true. Like, they've never... And I thought that was like a mad, like... No, I was uh, realizing that I probably shouldn't play with my Band-Aid while we're podcasting. Um, so I could see, like, Beaulieu and McCarron at first, and... Yeah, yeah it's a steep... Uh, it'll be steep to get him, but there's how many how many players like Duchesne are but, available, right? But, and yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so we acquired Nesterov. We've got Nesterov, Barbario, and Redmond, who are, like, technically, like, they're more puck movers than they are, like, stay-at-home defensemen. Beaulieu has never really blossomed into what the yeah, Habs hope he would be, but he's still on his way to becoming he's, that. Not to say he's a bust because he's, he's not a, very a bust good by any means. Yeah, he's a, very he's good, a good defenseman. I wouldn't say very good, but like, at, he's also part of that group of last year when they started dumping players like Thomas, Devontae Smith, Pelly of like from like they what like we talked party. about on the pod about like. Care, yeah, they like to party, like character sort of ish, not issues, but like stuff that like the Habs weren't necessarily were looking for. Yeah, in terms of like individual characteristics, they kind of had their own. So maybe, bull, yeah. So maybe like Bullier 
just doesn't fit the mold of what they're looking for. Yeah. And like Terrier doesn't use like he's given him chances, but yeah. he, he refuses to use Bolivar um in a way that most fans think he should be using. Yeah. The fans are right. So maybe Bolivar is part of the McCarran and yeah. the first package that goes off to to Colorado and something else for Duchesne. But I would just be fired up. Like one some of the narrative on Twitter is like, are you willing to give up Sergachev in a package for Duchesne? Yeah. I mean, full out, I'm in. Yeah, I think if, like, you can't... Sergeyev could end up being, like, a top-pairing, unreal defenseman. Or he yeah. could end up being, like, an average... Yep. He could end up being an 8 bogeyman, Right? Yep. The Do problem... You, the thing that I'm really hesitating on is, like, our top four D yeah. isn't solidified. Because you look at, like, you look at Weber and Emelin, who I love yeah. right now, and then you've got Petrie... Um, and Markov and Markov, I but guess. Markov, Markov's old. He's like he's had a phase. Had, he's easy. Yeah, yeah. But like, like, and Markov's had a good year. So Markov, healthy. so Markov like, could be another potential. Like, is he gone after this year? Like, is he retired? That's what I mean. I, like, yeah, like I but no, this is what I'm saying. Like, assuming Markov retires at the yeah, end, yeah. then we're like, so I, who do we have on D? Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I know so saying. I don't know. I mean, so we we drafted Sergachev as like the heir apparent, right? On yeah. That left side. Yeah. So I don't know. That leaves tough. a big gap. Yeah. But how often does a centerman with term young Duchesne, who's proven as a who's proven, yeah, become available? Yeah. No, I know. I think you gotta. Like to me, you do it. I think you do it. You do it. Yeah. I don't know. So would you do McCarran first and Sergachev? So like you okay. got it to me to me I, I look so. at our center depth and I'm like okay you're taking McCarran out of like who you view as like a third line centerman mm-hmm. like moving forward it's like he will be a third line centerman like if he becomes a second line centerman wow yeah like, to me he's like surpassed expectations yeah but so probably, you replace him you yeah. replace him with Duchesne yeah so then you so got, then your top so two then your top two are Chucky and Duchesne yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, right? <laughs> Part of the problem too is like we don't have the money right now. Like Plex got to move. If we well, Plex is gone after this year. I think he's gone this year. No, he's got another year at six. Yeah, he's got another year at six. So to me, Plex he's got to move. Plex he's got to go to Vegas. I think <laughs> he might. So he like Plexy, so Plexy, we're so sidetracked, but it's like, like it's a good discussion to have because I think. Something's gotta give there in order for us to get Duchesne. Yeah, financially. We talked about we're, Plex. We're and at Duchesne the cap. Make the same amount of money. Yeah, we're at the cap right now. Though. Yeah, I know we are. So if Plex moves, if Plex moves on, and we don't get any cap relief from McCarran then because no, he's so we can't afford we can't afford to take on Duchesne. No, so it's not like it's an expiring contract, so we're only paying a little bit. We can't afford to take on Duchesne. Unless Plex is like yeah. part of the deal that goes back to Colorado, which doesn't happen. Colorado doesn't want McCarran. I can't see that Colorado wanting McCarran. Unless Colorado thinks they can get rid of him in the expansion. Yeah, as part of the sell. I guess. I don't know. I'm just trying. I to don't think, see like it. to me. It doesn't happen. Like that's not Duchesne is not a trade that happens in the season because of all those things. Because of the money. Because of the term. But the Habs will give up if the Habs. Like, to me, they're they all can, in this year. If they... I feel like I've said this, like, yeah, yeah. numerous no, times. I know. But, like, they're all in this year. Like, you have a chance at Duchesne, and your deadline's approaching. You don't acquire anybody that's going to be a difference maker on your team. Yeah. Like, you're making moves for, like, Nestor. You're like, okay, I feel like we've got... No, it's like, which no, is a I good know. move, but It's I a good move, like, but it's... I mean, It's no not going to win it's you It's not a, a Duchesne. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're no looking, and you're like, oh, my God, like... As if they're willing to trade Matthew Shane at six million a year. I don't know how many more years he got left, but I think he's got several. Yeah. Young center term, unbelievable hockey player. Yeah. So you're like, mm, yeah. Totally. I will give you McCarran a first, Sergachev, and sure, you want somebody else, sure. Maybe you sweeten the pot with another first, and then you somehow get rid of McCarran. 
Like you over. Okay, how? Like Whoa! I'm just. This is a, this is about as scorching as it gets because I'm just making this up as I go. But like, you need to make that cap space, right? Yeah. Convince Sweden, like convince Colorado to. But that's take, what I'm saying. They have a stupid amount of cap space. I know. And so not many why, teams do, but they do. That's what I mean. So yeah. it's like give them Plex, and then at the end of the day, it's like they have a solid centerman. Like yeah. Plex's not a bad hockey player. And then at the end of next year, he's gone anyway, even if yeah. he doesn't get picked up in expansion. It's not like Colorado's, like, if they're willing to give up Duchesne, they're selling him for the future. Like, like they're selling him to get, yeah. like, I just Mc, they're selling him to get a McCarran, a first-round pick, and a Sergachev. I just thought of something. So, there's been some talk in the last few days, and this is totally related to this conversation. I've heard some talk in the last few days um, about how if Vegas is able to pay their last portion of their fee before the deadline, they're going to be able to wheel and deal everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? I don't know exactly. Like to me, like I can't imagine Vegas being able to pick up like current players at the How deadline. Does that that doesn't make any sense. But so there's talk about, and there's precedent for this in previous expansion drafts where. Trades are made in order to, like, you'll trade, you'll make a deal with the expansion team in order to to be able to leave a player available and ensure that that player doesn't get picked up. It's happened, it happened before in, Mm -hmm. it happened before once. To me, like, initially that sounds like collusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But there's precedent for it, and I think if it's all, like, open and transparent, then fine. So, how's this? Why not make a deal with Vegas to ensure that they pick up a player? To say, hey, we'll send you an extra second round pick if you take Placanic off our hands under his name. Does that anyway, all, all right. right. Anyway, it's technical difficulty. All that to say, we're being wild armchair GMs right now. Yeah. And like I I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting if guys like Duchesne move like that. Like it's rare that a well, what it's it, trades are so hard to come by now, right? Like it's been crickets all season long. Yeah. Like there was three of the most minor trades ever today in hockey. Yeah. And that's like people are like, oh, there's trades. It's groundbreaking. Yeah. It's, so if Duchesne moves, then that moves the needle. Like that's For sure. that's For a whole face sure. situation sure. right there. For sure. Oh. Oh. Um, anyway, but think of that. Like think of that top six. Yeah, no, I really like if you're enjoy going that top six. Chucky, Pacioretty, Radulov, then you're going Duchesne. Who do you put with Duchesne? Um, I mean, ideally, Lekkinen becomes a second line player regularly in the yeah. future. Maybe Lekkinen, maybe not this year, but next year. Lekkinen and Shaw. Yeah, that would probably be some moving pieces, like whoever's. Right, whoever's hot. Right, you have to see where he fits in. Yeah. Like potentially Duchesne works better with Radulov and Pacioretty. Yeah, who knows? At, like, but who cares? Yeah, because we've got two win. first line centermen. Yeah. All right, is that is that an episode? That's, that's an episode. That's, that's an about an hour. hour. Wow. Is technical difficulty. We were literally we were at the thirty minute mark, and I'm like, oof. Yeah. We ain't got much left. Yeah, yeah. And then we started talking, and we cut out for a bit there. I don't know if like we lost. 30 seconds of hot takes or a minute and a half hot takes. We'll see. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't no, matter because nobody's listening nobody's, this long. Some anyway. people listen. Oh, shout out to my friend CJ from high school. Talked uh, Talking on Twitter the other day. Big fan of the show. That no was way. nice to see. So, Beauty. CJ. CJ. Thanks, pal. Thanks. Um, um, that does it for yeah, episode it six. Wrap it up. Thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you uh, in a few weeks, probably with egg rolls because this guy lost a bet. And uh, catch us on YouTube. Catch us on uh, All Habs on Net. This is why Corey normally does that. Catch us on iTunes. Um, we're always on Twitter. Yeah, yo, follow yeah, us on follow Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Don't us be on stupid. We're, I started the year with, like, I'm going to go into it. Yeah, yeah, tangent. okay. We got another tangent. I started the year with, like, 900 and You're going to tell me you have fewer followers now? 40 followers no i'm at like 950 but i'm like i'm gonna hit a thousand this year this let's get the year, Corey. this is the year i hit a thousand let's get Corey a thousand let's get me 600 because I'm, I'm i'm playing catch up here that's okay 
Bye. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, creams, potatoes, beans, creams, beans, 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 beans,